Hi, this is your host, Ryan, and I'm here with our very special guest, Dr. Beverly Yates. Dr. Beverly is an expert on weight loss and women's health, including PCOS weight loss. She has over two decades of clinical experience. She's a caring doctor, and she's a lifelong athlete. In her former career as an MIT-educated electrical engineer, Dr. Beverly was a problem solver. And now as a doctor, she continues to use her problem-solving skills to help other women solve their weight loss problems. Now, in today's interview, part of Dr. Beverly's PCOS Weight Loss Tips series, we're going to be talking about healthy fats and the role that they play in PCOS weight loss. Beverly, welcome to the call, and thanks for being here. Hey, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are things over in your neck of the woods? Oh, we're doing fine here. Thanks so much. Looking forward to this podcast because I think we can do some myth-busting. I love it. Every call with you is, is another uh, myth-busting interview. <laughs> so let's dive right in. I mean, fats is one of these things. I feel like there's so many misconceptions, and I know we're going to debunk uh, a number of the myths out there. And I know if we focus on PCOS for a moment, I know from our previous conversations, many women looking to lose weight likely probably think that they, they can't eat any fat, that right. eating fat in general is a bad idea. So what is it uh, that women with PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome need to think about when they're eating fats, just kind of generally speaking? Well, you know, you're right. A lot of people who are looking to lose weight do have this idea that all fat is bad, and it is a misconception. It's a myth. So in general, women with PCOS, you know, over the years, they tell me that they've avoided eating fats of all kinds. And it, this includes, though, unfortunately, the healthy kinds of fat. There are good kinds of fat to eat. So on the surface, this is understandable, right, as anyone looking to lose weight wants to cut calories. And fat is obviously a source of calories. But many people assume that the calories from fat are particularly bad for losing weight. And so then they overdo it typically when they drop out fat from what they eat. Right, right. So... So then it's, is it true then for, that eating any kind of fat is bad for PCOS weight loss success? No. No, it's not true at all. For success for losing that stubborn PCOS weight that just doesn't want to let go, you know, eating a modest amount of healthy fats is really a good idea, and it's more likely to lead to the desired goal of shedding those unwanted pounds. The hormone imbalances that are responsible for some of the health issues that come from PCOS, including weight gain, acne, cravings, and fertility issues will respond well to eating healthy fats. So bottom line is this, the healthy fats that you eat will influence your overall hormone balance in a positive way. If you eat unhealthy fats, it's going to influence your overall hormone uh, balance in a negative way, right? So the healthy fats can nourish your body. It's going to give it what it really needs in terms of important building blocks for improving hormone balance and improved wellness, which is so important when you have polycystic ovarian syndrome. Totally, totally. Now, Beverly, I know from just our prior interviews that we've done together and uh, blog posts that I've read on your website and, and just some of the other information that's available online that uh, blood sugar control is really important for PCOS weight loss. How does that relate to our conversation today and, and you know, how careful does a woman with PCOS need to be with, with eating fats? Okay, great question. So for these particular women, it's important to be careful and to pay attention to what kinds of fat are eaten, and that can really pay off in terms of losing more PCOS weight and feeling better overall. So a woman who has PCOS really will have to focus in on eating those healthy kinds of fats and eliminating, I mean really eliminating unhealthy kinds of fat. Otherwise, she's going to stay trapped with those hormone imbalances that cause the problems in the first place. So let's talk about that for a minute. You talk about some fats that are um, important to avoid. 
what are some of those fats? You know, fats that you want to completely avoid or eliminate if you're if you're really looking to sort of optimize your weight loss with um, with PCOS. Yeah, you know, these these are things that are really important to pay attention to. And specifically, she can start by eliminating, truly eliminating, that means none, eliminating all trans fats, all hydrogenated fats, hydrogenated vegetable oils, all margarine, all lard, and all fat back. You can always read labels, or if you prepare your own food, you don't add these things in. These kinds of fats are a disaster, and for PCOS, can cause even more of a problem with hormone balance. They directly interfere with wellness, and these are a no. Interesting, interesting. Now, one of the things that I, that I think is really important to bring up, um, sort of on a very practical level, and this is sort of a universal thing, not just specific for women with PCOS, and that's reading labels as it relates to trans fats. Yeah, because exactly. I, Yeah, because there's one thing that I, that I know and I've noticed is that I think in the United States at least – it's legal to, on the front of a food label, to say zero grams of trans fat, zero G trans fat, if there's less than a certain amount. I don't know what that number is. Yeah, you're right. That, there is a threshold for that. And in fact, in the last two weeks, there's been some legislation and some different regulations put out or in process from the FDA, the Federal Drug Administration here in the U.S., and I know we get um, response and interaction from people from all over the world. So look, you know, for wherever it is that you live, for your governing body about this. There's some movement here to clamp it down and to have zero actually mean zero. Right. Um, yeah. That, you know, we, we, we've made progress from where this was, say, 30 or 40 years ago. But it's still not the amount of full, honest disclosure that one would expect. You would think zero would mean zero, wouldn't you? Right. No, I know. And I think, I think the solution <laughs> in the meantime, at least the solution that, that I use is, if you turn the, the, the package of food around and you actually read the ingredients, even if it says zero grams of trans fat in the front, if there's a trace amount of any form of trans fat or like a hydrogenated oil, if you look at the label and if it says partially hydrogenated whatever, yeah. then there is in fact trans fat, even though it says zero G in the front. So you really – the only – Thing that you can truly trust, at least right now, until maybe this this regulation that you mentioned sort of passes, is to actually look at the ingredients list, which is a little bit time consuming. But um, if you really want to avoid it, that's uh, that's something at least that, that that we try to do. Yeah, and that's a practical tip. You know, I tell people that it's not paranoid to read labels, even if you've bought a product for years. Sometimes, oh, totally. Sometimes it changes the formulation, and particularly two two keys visually. One. If you look at that package and suddenly the packaging is different, they got it all spiffed up and pretty, that's right. a good time to read the label because it may mean that another company has bought them or they've become right. a division or a subsidiary <clears throat> excuse me, or a different business unit. The other time is to just make it a regular practice because formulations change and not all, not all manufacturers, even in the health food world, will fully disclose up front, hey, we changed something important about what we're doing. You know what? It's it's so true, and I'll leave you just with this one very specific example that happened to us recently, and we'll continue in a minute. Mm -hmm. The I don't know if you're familiar with um, Tom's brand of toothpaste. Yes, I am. <laughs> so, so so Tom's was acquired by, and I can't remember if it was Colgate or Crest. You might, yeah, I think it's Colgate. Know. I think right. it's Colgate. Yeah. So Tom's was acquired by Colgate. Now Tom's was an independent company, and you know yeah. they had all their formulations for for years. Well, as soon as they were acquired by Colgate. About six months later, uh, their formulation on all their toothpaste completely changed. That's right. And 
Not that Tom's was the maybe the healthiest option out there, but it's a good option because it's pretty widely accessible. You can get it at most most grocery stores or Whole Foods. You don't have to you know order it from a very specialty retailer. Anyways, well after Colgate acquired them, they completely changed the formulation, and it's much less healthy now as an alternative form of toothpaste than it used to be just just six months before the acquisition. So uh, point is. That happens in like all the time, and you're right. You really do need to kind of constantly, you know, keep on top of, uh, you know, the ingredients lists. Yeah, you got to be vigilant. I, I'm a fan of, or I was a fan of Tom's toothpaste, and I know exactly the transition. And I went through that, and I looked at the labels, and I was just really disappointed. I'm sure their profit margins went up, but their health quotient went down. So, oh, right. Right, totally. Hey, listen, we've talked a lot about stuff to, to watch out for, but you, you kind of alluded to the fact that, you know, not all fats are bad. Um, so why don't we talk about the, some of the good fats or the fats that are maybe okay to, to, um, you know, to eat if you're looking to lose PCOS weight? Yeah, sure thing. Let's cover that. You know, there are some kinds of fat that are good to eat uh, when you have PCOS, including when you're trying to lose weight. So to help with that weight loss, um, eating the healthy fats, you focus on these. Eating olive oil, palm oil, and just like we were talking about, Ryan, here's the deal. You've got to read the label, palm oil. A lot of people go, oh, isn't palm oil a trans fat? Or, oh, isn't palm oil hydrogenated? Read the label. Palm oil, when it is left in its actual natural state, is fine for health purposes. It's only when it becomes hydrogenated that it turns into the trans fat that we don't want, right? So read right. the label. Safflower oil, that's another good one. Coconut oil, yes, I know, it's a saturated fat. It's also good for you. Um, it, it specifically helps, believe it or not, with metabolism. And then also sesame oil. Those are usually safe. Those are good choices, um, and they're helpful for you. Now, here's one that people won't expect. You know, using a small amount of organic butter or organic ghee, ghee, G-H-E-E, for those who are unfamiliar with this, is clarified butter. That's okay, too, as it has some nutrients that are good for your gut, for your digestive tract. And when I say small amount, I'm not kidding, folks. I mean about one to one and a half teaspoons of ghee or butter, not three tablespoons or more at one time. You can't have a butter, you can't have a party but with the butter. Not a good idea. <laughs> right, right. Interesting. Wow, wow. I never would have thought, but that's actually really smart. So let's let's talk about something uh, a little bit different for a moment. Um, you know, for some kinds of weight loss, um, and, and I'm talking about stuff that's maybe not necessarily related to PCOS. Uh, you know, the advice that you hear in a lot of you know popular books and, and and blogs and even on you know shows like the doctors and TV and everything like that. Uh, the advice is uh, that's given is to get rid of all fat. Don't eat any fat ever. Yeah. Um, does this apply to PCOS weight loss? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting. And specifically, to answer your question. No, that doesn't apply to PCOS weight loss. You know, the bottom line is you don't want to overdo it on your oil consumption, but you do want to focus on using the healthy oils that I mentioned for your cooking needs and for meal preparation. Now, in terms of fat and its use for PCOS weight loss, you know, for some aspects of weight loss for people who don't have PCOS, that advice might make sense when they're in the active, certainly in the first parts of the weight loss program. Um, but it doesn't apply for PCOS specifically. It's far more helpful and sustainable to actually lose weight with eating healthy fats as part of an overall weight loss plan and not just eliminate all fat from your diet. Your body's going to use these healthy kinds of fats to make your hormones. Many people don't know that hormones come from fat and that you need to have enough fat in order to make enough of the good kind of hormones, right? You need fat to repair your nervous system, keep your digestive tract and your skin healthy, and other more you know, good stuff that comes from eating fat. 
So these healthy fats provide important nutrients for your health and wellness. It's not smart to eliminate healthy fats from your diet over a long period of time, even if you're trying to lose weight when you have PCOS. Interesting. And I know we're just touching on this topic here because there's not a lot of time in this in this short interview, but this is something that you cover in, in a lot of detail, right? In, yeah. in your comprehensive programs, you talk about what, what actual foods to eat and, and yes. foods to avoid and what to do when you're going out to eat and, and what kind of substitutions to ask for and, and, and all that stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I give people really practical uh, guidelines for when you're traveling, if you're traveling for business, if you're attending family events, parties, business things, social things, when you're eating on your own, when you eat out, you know, all the aspects of life where nutrition and diet and food choices can make such a difference. And if you know what to do, you can stay on track. You won't be derailed. The PCOS weight loss diet is the comprehensive plan to really specifically say, here's what the nutrition process needs to be. And if you stick with this, you'll get there. And, you know, ladies, we will be realistic. You're not going to lose 20 pounds in a week. It just right. doesn't work like that for us ladies. <laughs> However. Right. If you stick to those guidelines and you do the things that make sense, over time, you really should get the results. I find a lot of times women know like three or four really important things to do, but they don't know the other seven that make the difference for success. Right, right. It really comes down to sort of putting it all together. Yeah, uh, it does. You know, it's kind of like you can you could exercise to your blue in the face, but if you come home and eat you know, three Big Macs at McDonald's, well, you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter how much you exercise. <laughs> exactly. One person I talked to, I could not believe her situation. She was working her butt off. She had great advice from her trainer. Five days a week she's working out, and her exercise regimen for her made sense. And then, you know what the advice was she got from the same trainer on the weekend? What's that? She could have either Saturday or Sunday as her cheat day, and her cheat day she could eat as many carbs as she wanted. Guess who couldn't lose weight, Ryan, with PCOS and gaining weight? Right, right. Yeah, I'm just, I was just shocked. It's like, oh my god, that was the wrong thing for her to be doing. Anyway. Well, the good, the good news is sometimes it really is just that one last piece yep. that you might be missing. You might be doing six out of the analogy I always use that I like for this sort of thing. It's sort of like if you imagine a boat tied to a dock, a big ship tied to a dock, and maybe yep. it's tied with with seven seven um, uh, strands of rope, right? Seven yep. ropes tying it to the dock. Well, you can untie all six of those seven ropes. But the ship isn't going to move an inch until you remove that seventh rope. <laughs> that's right. You're not going anywhere, folks. It's true. Right, right. So sometimes that's what it is, right? It's just you might get six out of seven things right. And what I love about uh, your programs in particular, because they're specifically you know, geared to helping you know, women with this very specific set of needs, is that you really walk through what those things are. And you make sure that there's really no stone left unturned, and so you don't make a you know a a, a, a mistake that you think is maybe something harmless um, that isn't making a, a big difference when really it's sort of the one thing holding you back. Yeah, that's true. People sometimes get so close, you know. In fact, in part, I thought with this particular podcast we could have a little fun, and I created some a few quizzes because I really want to drive home some specific I, what are, I hope are helpful points. So let's get to our quizzes. Sure, let's do it. So now I know you, you sent this over to me, and what you'd like for me to do here is read through the question and then the options, and then you're going to cover the, the right answer, correct? Okay. Yep. All right, perfect. <laughs> so, all right, the first question that I have from you, and I have, I have the options here, but I don't, I don't know the right answer, so you're going you're gonna to have to reveal this. I think okay. I can take a guess, but I'll, Big we'll, uh, we'll, we'll play along together. Okay. So, okay, the first question is this. If you have PCOS, is fertility affected most by A, the amount of fat that you eat, 
B, the types of fat that you eat. C, how well you control your blood sugar. Or D, how high your percentage of body fat is. Okay, everybody, what's the answer? Is it A, is it B, is it C, or is it D? Okay, ding, 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 the answer is C. <laughs> how well you control your blood sugar. <laughs> Interesting, okay. Yeah. Now, I know that you might be thinking that the answer was D, how high your percentage of body fat is. But although percent of body fat is important, particularly for fertility, controlling blood sugar is number one. It's even more important in terms of fertility. So controlling blood sugar is also the key to PCOS weight loss. These things are tied together. So if you're interested in fertility, fine. If you're not interested in fertility, fine. But controlling blood sugar is the name of the game for PCOS weight loss. And as you lose that PCOS weight, your body percent of fat, if it started out too high, it's likely that your percentage of body fat will also go down, and that will be in response to controlling your blood sugar. So it's such a central issue, it will affect a lot of different health parameters. It will help cholesterol and normalize, all sorts of things. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's amazing how, how important blood sugar, controlling your blood sugar really is. Yeah, it is. It really is. I mean, it's, I feel like there's not a week goes by that I discover something new about the importance of doing that. And I know that's something that you that you talk a lot about and, and really how to do that. Because the question is, well, how do you how do you monitor your blood sugar? How do you, mm -hmm. you know, what do you do to control it? And um, you know, I know the um, what you cover in detail is extremely helpful in that respect. So yes, definitely good stuff. Well, I got another question here mm -hmm. uh, for our, our our fun little quiz. Um, it's sort of related to the first one. So let's let, why don't we do this one? Okay. So. Okay, question number two is, what's best for improving fertility if you want to have a baby? Is it A, dropping your body fat percentage as low as you can? Is it B, raising your body fat percentage as high as you can? Is it C, maintaining your body fat percentage in a healthy range? Or is it D, your body fat has your body fat percentage really doesn't have any effect on fertility? Now, I think I know the answer on this one. So. Okay, so here we go. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> the answer is C, maintaining your body fat percentage in a healthy range. So here's right. the deal. If your body fat percentage is too low, your fertility is lowered. If your body fat percentage is too high, your fertility is lowered. It's really clear for humans that there is a range in which it's possible to become pregnant and have a baby. If your body's outside your personal normal range for your weight and your body fat percent, your fertility goes down. In the case of too high body fat percentage, that excess weight gain results in difficulty with fertility, and this affects the ability to have a baby at all or to sustain a pregnancy to term. And just as important for women with PCOS, the difficulty with getting pregnant and having a baby is strongly tied to both having a too high body fat percentage and to having blood sugar levels that are too high. You need to get to a healthy range for both body fat percentage and a healthy range for blood sugar balance. Now, in some prior podcasts and articles, I've gone into great depth on how PCOS weight gain happens and blood sugar control and how body fat is made. So if you want more information on that, you can check out these other resources that are available, including the podcast articles and blog posts for more info. Very interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> now, as we're kind of winding down here, um, I would love to ask this question because I feel like you always have a great answer. Um, what's, if you could boil it down to just one thing. What's the number one most important thing about eating healthy fats, kind of our topic for today, that women and girls dealing with PCOS weight issues need to know? Okay, number one, most important thing you need to know is this. 
You don't need to be afraid of eating fats. Stick to the healthy fats. You can eat those, the ones that are outlined previously in this podcast, in amounts that are healthful, but not so much it causes you to gain weight. So you add it very gently to your food. You don't drown your food in the oils. A small amount of healthy fat is good for your overall health, even if you have PCOS. Let me say it again. You don't need to be afraid of eating healthy fats. Eating those healthy fats helps to improve your hormone balance, helps you to feel full and satisfied when you eat, and helps to tame food cravings, too. Healthful fats are part of a sustainable, healthy eating program for PCOS wellness, including PCOS weight loss. Perfect. Beverly, thank you so much again for your time today. I always enjoy talking with you. Same here. Thank you so much, Ryan. To learn more about Dr. Beverly Yates and her programs and to get a complimentary free report containing weight loss tips and secrets all geared specifically for women with PCOS, visit PCOSWeightLossTips.com. Once again, that's PCOSWeightLossTips.com. Thanks so much for being with us. Take care.